1 Samuel chapter 4. The word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out against the Philistines to battle and encamped against Ebenezer, and the Philistines encamped in Aphek. The Philistines put themselves in array against Israel. When they joined battle, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men of the army in the field. When the people had come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why has Yahweh defeated us today before the Philistines? Let's get the ark of Yahweh's covenant out of Shiloh and bring it to us, that it may come among us and save us out of the hand of our enemies. So the people went to Shiloh, and they brought from there the ark of the covenant of Yahweh of armies, who sits above the cherubim. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the ark of the covenant of Elohim. When the ark of Yahweh's covenant came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout so that the earth resounded. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What does the noise of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews mean? They understood that Yahweh's ark had come into the camp. The Philistines were afraid, for they said, Elohim has come into the camp. They said, Woe to us, for there has not been such a thing before. Woe to us, who shall deliver us out of the hand of these mighty gods? These are the gods that struck the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the wilderness. Be strong and behave like men, O you Philistines, that you not be servants to the Hebrews as they have been to you. Strengthen yourselves like men and fight. The Philistines fought, and Israel was defeated. And each man fled to his tent. There was a very great slaughter for 30,000 footmen of Israel fell. Elohim's ark was taken and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were slain. A man of Benjamin ran out of the army and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. When he came, behold, Eli was sitting on his seat by the road watching for his heart trembled for Elohim's ark. When the man came into the city and told all about it, all the city cried out. And when Eli heard the noise of the crying, he said, What does the noise of this tumult mean? The man hurried and came and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old. His eyes were set so that he could not see. The man said to Eli, I am he who came out of the army, and I fled today out of the army. He said, How did the matter go, my son? He who brought the news answered, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has also been a great slaughter among the people. Your two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and Elohim's ark has been captured. When he made mention of Elohim's ark, Eli fell off from his seat backward by the side of the gate, and his neck broke, and he died, for he was an old man and heavy. He had judged Israel forty years. His daughter-in-law, Phinehas' wife, was with child near to giving birth. When she heard the news that Elohim's ark was taken and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed herself and gave birth, for her pains came on her. About the time of her death, the women who stood by her said to her, Don't be afraid, for you have given birth to a son. But she didn't answer, neither did she regard it. She named the child Ichabod, saying the glory has departed from Israel, because Elohim's ark was taken and because of her father-in-law and her husband. 
She said the glory has departed from Israel, for Elohim's ark has been taken. Chapter 5 Now the Philistines had taken Elohim's ark, and they brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. The Philistines took Elohim's ark and brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. When the people of Ashdod arose early on the next day, behold, Dagon had fallen on his face to the ground before Yahweh's ark. They took Dagon and set him in his place again. When they arose early on the following morning, behold, Dagon had followed on his face to the ground before Yahweh's ark, and the head of Dagon and both the palms of his hands were cut off on the threshold. Only Dagon's torso was intact. Therefore neither the priest of Dagon nor anyone who came into Dagon's house step on the threshold of Dagon and Ashdod to this day. But Yahweh's hand was heavy on the people of Ashdod. And he destroyed them and struck them with tumors, even Ashdod and its borders. When the men of Ashdod saw that it was so, they said, The ark of the Elohim of Israel shall not stay with us, for his hand is severe on us and on Dagon our God. They sent therefore and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, What shall we do with the ark of the Elohim of Israel? They answered, Let the ark of the Elohim of Israel be carried over to Gath. They carried the ark of the Elohim of Israel there. It was so that after they had carried it there, Yahweh's hand was against the city with a very great confusion. And he struck the men of the city, both small and great, so that tumors broke out on them. So they sent Elohim's ark to Ekron. As Elohim's ark came to Ekron, the Ekronites cried out, saying, They have brought the ark of the Elohim of Israel here to us to kill us and our people. They sent, therefore, and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines, and they said, Send the ark of the Elohim of Israel away, and let it go again to its own place, that it not kill us and our people. For there was a deadly panic throughout all the city. The hand of Elohim was very heavy there. The men who didn't die were struck with the tumors, and the cry of the city went up to heaven. Chapter 6 Yahweh's ark was in the country of the Philistines seven months. The Philistines called for the priest and the diviners, saying, What shall we do with Yahweh's ark? Show us how we should send it to its place. They said, If you send away the ark of the Elohim of Israel, don't send it empty, but by all means return a trespass offering to him. Then you will be healed, and it will be known to you why his hand is not removed from you. Then they said, What should the trespass offering be which we shall return to him? They said five golden tumors and five golden mice for the number of the lords of the Philistines. For one plague was on you all and on your lords. Therefore, you shall make images of your tumors and images of your mice that mar the land, and you shall give glory to the Elohim of Israel. Perhaps he will release his hand from you, from your gods and from your land. Why then do you harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened their hearts? When he had worked wonderfully among them and didn't let the people go and they departed. Now therefore take and prepare yourselves a new cart and two milk cows on which there has come no yoke and tie the cows to the carts and bring their calves home from them. Take Yahweh's ark and lay it on the cart. Put the jewels of gold by which you return him for a trespass offering in a box by its side and send it away that it may go. Behold, if it goes up by the way of its border to Beth Shemesh, 
then he has done us this great evil. But if not, then we shall know that it is not his hand that struck us. It was chance that happened to us. The men did so, and took two milk cows, and tied them to the cart, and shut up their calves at home. They put Yahweh's ark on the cart, and the box with the golden mice, and the images of their tumors. The cows took the straight way by the way to Beth Shemesh. They went along the highway, lowing as they went, and didn't turn around to the right hand or to the left. And the lords of the Philistines went after them to the border of Beth Shemesh. The people of Beth Shemesh were reaping their wheat harvest in the valley, and they lifted up their eyes and saw the ark and rejoiced to see it. The cart came into the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh and stood there, where there was a great stone. Then they split the wood of the cart and offered up the cows for a burnt offering to Yahweh. The Levites took down Yahweh's ark and the box that was with it, in which were the jewels of gold, and put them on the great stone. And the men of Beth Shemesh offered burnt offerings and sacrificed sacrifices the same day to Yahweh. When the five lords of the Philistines had seen it, they returned to Ekron the same day. These are the golden tumors, which the Philistines returned for a trespass offering to Yahweh. For Ashdod, one. For Gaza, one. For Ashkelon, one. For Gath, one. For Ekron, one. And the golden mice, according to the number of all the cities of the Philistines belonging to the five lords, both of fortified cities and of country villages, even to the great stone on which they set down Yahweh's ark. That stone remains to this day in the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh. He struck of the people of Beth Shemesh because they had looked into Yahweh's ark. He struck 50,007 of the men. Then the people mourned because Yahweh had struck the people with a great slaughter. The men of Beth Shemesh said, Who is able to stand before Yahweh, this holy Elohim? To whom shall he go up from us? They sent messengers to the inhabitants of Kiriath-Jerim, saying, The Philistines have brought back Yahweh's ark. Come down and bring it up to yourselves. Chapter 7 The men of Kiriath-Jerim came and took Yahweh's ark and brought it into Abinadab's house on the hill, and consecrated Eliezer his son to keep Yahweh's ark. From the day that the ark stayed in Kiriath-Jerim, the time was long, for it was twenty years, and all the house of Israel lamented after Yahweh. Samuel spoke to all the house of Israel, saying, If you are returning to Yahweh with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the Ashtaroth from among you, and direct your hearts to Yahweh, and serve him only and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the children of Israel removed the Baals and the Ashtaroth and served Yahweh only. Samuel said, Gather all Israel to Mizpah, and I will pray to Yahweh for you. They gathered together to Mizpah and drew water and poured it out before Yahweh and fasted on that day and said there, We have sinned against Yahweh. Samuel judged the children of Israel in Mizpah. When the Philistines heard that the children of Israel were gathered together at Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. When the children of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. The children of Israel said to Samuel, Don't stop crying to Yahweh our Elohim for us, that he will save us out of the hand of the Philistines. 
Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it for a whole burnt offering to Yahweh. Samuel cried to Yahweh for Israel, and Yahweh answered him. As Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines came near to battle against Israel, but Yahweh thundered with a great thunder on that day on the Philistines and confused them, and they were struck down before Israel. The men of Israel went out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines and struck them until they came under beth Car. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen and called its name Ebenezer, saying, Yahweh helped us until now. So the Philistines were subdued, and they stopped coming within the border of Israel. Yahweh's hand was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. The cities which the Philistines had taken from Israel were restored to Israel, from Ekron even to Gath. And Israel recovered its border out of the hand of the Philistines. There was peace between Israel and the Amorites. Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. He went from year to year in a circuit to Bethel, Gilgal, and Mizpah, and he judged Israel in all those places. His return was to Ramah, for his house was there, and he judged Israel there, and he built an altar to Yahweh there. Chapter 8 When Samuel was old, he made his sons judges over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second, Abijah. They were judges in Beersheba. His sons didn't walk in his ways, but turned after dishonest gain, took bribes, and perverted justice. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said to him, Behold, you are old, and your sons don't walk in your ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. Samuel prayed to Yahweh. Yahweh said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people and all that they tell you. For they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me as the king over them. According to all the works which they have done since the day I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day, and that they have forsaken me and served other gods, so they also do to you. Now therefore listen to their voice. However, you shall protest solemnly to them and shall show them the way of the king who will reign over them. Samuel told all Yahweh's words to the people who asked him for a king. He said, this will be the way of the king who shall reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them as his servants for his chariots and to be his horsemen and they will run before his chariots. He will appoint them for captains of thousands and captains of fifties, and he will assign some to plow his ground and to reap his harvest and to make his instruments of war and the instruments of his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers, to be cooks, and to be bakers. He will take your fields, your vineyards, and your olive groves, even your best, and give them to his servants. He will take one-tenth of your seed and of your vineyards and give it to his officers and to his servants. He will take your male servants, your female servants, your best young men and your donkeys and assign them to his own work. He will take one-tenth of your flock and you will be his servants. You will cry out in that day because of your king whom you will have chosen for yourselves and Yahweh will not answer you in that day. But the people refused to listen to the voice of Samuel. 
And they said, No, but we will have a king over us, that we also may be like all the nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he rehearsed them in the ears of Yahweh. Yahweh said to Samuel, Listen to their voice and make them a king. Samuel said to the men of Israel, Everyone go to your own city.